Hey, thanks for hanging out with us on this chilly February day. It is the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gamison. Hello, Adam. It's good to be with you again on this great Friday. I hope that you are enjoying yourself. And whatever you're doing, you are uh, staying warm and staying busy, and most importantly, serving Jesus. That's what we're all here for. But today, I just want to give you... Uh, some insights into a historical figure because it happens to be the week of his birthday, Abraham Lincoln. And when I was growing up, we went through some, or perhaps right before I um, was born and right around the time I was growing up, we kind of went through a transition because it used to be common to celebrate Washington's birthday and Lincoln's birthday as separate holidays. I don't think they gave you the day off of school, but they were at least acknowledged holidays as their two birthdays because they were considered founding fathers of our country and very important contributors because uh, Washington was there in the beginning and Abraham Lincoln helped hold our country together through Civil War, which has always fascinated me because it happened all 100% on our own soil. Mm-hmm. And, but as things have transitioned, we kind of got away from that and we went to President's Day which is still kind of nice, but it kind of makes it a little more ambiguous and a little bit uh, less fun for me to celebrate because with the presidents, there are some really good ones, and then there are some not-so-good ones that you wouldn't necessarily want to write home about. Um, But we're not here to dwell on that, but I do want to bring um, to your attention Abraham Lincoln. So let's go to Adam with our quote of the day, which comes from Mr. Abraham Lincoln. In the past, he has said here, Sir, my concern is not whether God is on our side. My greatest concern is to be on God's side, for God is always right. All right, Adam, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I think that is spot on. I love how he says, my concern is not whether God is on our side. My greatest concern is to be on God's side. Because, you know, it's not like we can tell God, hey, be on our side. You know, (laughs) he's the creator. We should be on his side through it all. And specifically in the context of the Civil War, that's why why he was asking asked that question, uh, because one thing you find interesting when you do read about it is there were godly people on the Confederate and the Union side, and there were a lot of different viewpoints. And um, as a matter of fact, Robert E. Lee, who was one of the head generals of the Confederacy, he believed more in the Union cause, but he also believed in states' rights, and he believed that fighting for um, Virginia, his home state, was more important than fighting for the Union. So that's why he actually rejected Abraham Lincoln's entreaty to be the head of the Union forces and went over to be the head of the Confederates. But he actually was a godly man. So there were godly people on both sides. So it's a fascinating conflict. And as I've read about it, it actually kind of started as a fascination with the Civil War. And that kind of developed into a fascination with Abraham Lincoln uh, because he really was a specific man for a specific time in history, and we'll get more into that as we go. Um, but I just wanted to go through a few things about Abraham Lincoln, and there's a lot more. But um, He was born on February 12, 1809, and died April 15, 1865, at the age of 56. His home state is Illinois. Um, His party was Republican, and he was actually one of the first Republican candidates for president. And uh, so he 
had I believe he had uh, I believe four children, but he only had one, uh, Robert, who survived into adulthood. Mm. Um, he actually was um, a a man who uh, respected God, as we saw in the quote in the beginning, um, but really was getting serious about his faith in Jesus. From what I've read, right before he passed away, uh, he was he apparently made a very personal decision about that, um, and he was preparing to go to a service on the following Sunday, um, which was Easter Sunday, to publicly declare that, and then he was killed on Good Friday a couple of days before. So it's just one of those interesting things that I read about him. And then uh, he was very self-educated. He read up on law and then took the bar exam and became a lawyer. Um, he had a lot of business ventures that failed, and I think one of the things that I really like about him is that he just typified the idea of failing forward and the idea that uh, we only learn by doing, and sometimes if we do, we might fail, but at least we try. And we learn our limitations, and we learn what areas we want to keep going in. And because a lot of times if you ask somebody about their life and they haven't failed, then they really haven't done much. Do you have any thoughts about that, Adam? I think that it, that is so good because, um, granted, I know that was another president that was talking about the only thing to fear is fear itself. But I think Abraham Lincoln was kind of touching on that a little bit when he was saying, you know, uh, when when we try and even if we fail, at least we, we learn and we're given opportunities from God to just do more of, of his will or, you know, just live the life that God has, has given us. So I, I think that's interesting that he touched on that, just talking about subtly kind of like about fear, you know, and just and just doing it. All right. Well, um, I would encourage you to uh, to look up uh, Abraham Lincoln and to study a little bit more about him. Um, uh, one interesting thing that I wanted to mention is Lincoln, one week before his death, had a dream of someone crying in the White House. When he found the room, he looked in and asked who had passed away. The man in the room said, the president. When he looked in the coffin, it was his own face he saw. And Yikes. So the, I don't know why God would give him that insight. I also am kind of confused from a human standpoint why he would pass away just months after the end of the Civil War. But it kind of brings up this idea of the fact that he was around for such a time as this in history. And I, I just really like that about his story. And we'll talk a little bit more about that with the biblical application from the book of Esther. But before we do that, let's listen to one of Abraham Lincoln's most famous speeches. And before Adam rolls the audio, I just want to say, it's kind of interesting. The guy that spoke before Abraham Lincoln spoke for two hours. Most people have no clue or little to no clue of what he said. And the guy that was doing the camera, I've heard this anyway, the guy that was had a camera there and was going to take pictures, he thought he had a lot of time to set up for the president because he's like, he's the president and he'll be speaking a long time too. Yeah. I think he spoke for a total of, well, we're going to listen to it, so we'll know it's pretty short. But it wasn't very long. I think it was something around five to seven minute mark. And he, the interesting thing is he says in the speech that people won't remember it, but they do. And they quote it more probably than any other historical speech. So let's listen to the Gettysburg Address.
four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their lives that that nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hallow this ground. The brave men, living and dead, who struggled here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note nor long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. It is for us, the living, rather, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here, dedicated to the great task remaining before us, that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion, that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation, under God, shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. All right, and that is the Gettysburg Address as delivered by Abraham Lincoln uh, on the Gettysburg battlefield uh, in, I believe it was um, November of uh, 63, November of 1863. And uh, so it, it's a very powerful address, and it's one that I wish that our current leadership in our country would revisit and really think about what it means. Um, because Lincoln was really wanted to see the union thrive, and he talked about it being a, a union of the people, by the people, and for the people. And it only can be that if we, the people, will stand up for what we believe in, will be vocal, uh, because there's so many people that don't have the opportunity in their countries to be vocal about what they believe, and we have that opportunity, and so we need to take every opportunity. That's what I try to do with this podcast. That's what I try to do with my preaching. And I just encourage you, uh, as a follower of Jesus Christ, to do the same thing. All right, well, we're going to, we just have a few more minutes here before we wrap up today. But before we do, I wanted to um, uh, talk a little bit about a Bible story that has to do with what we're talking about today. And that is the story of. Esther, because Esther was kind of reminded of this whole concept of being where God put her for a specific reason. 
I wonder, Adam, if you could read this passage. It's from Esther chapter 4, verses 7 to 17. And then I just have a few thoughts. Absolutely. And Mordecai told him of all that had happened unto him and of the sum of the money that Haman had promised to pay to the king's treasuries for the Jews to destroy them. Also, he gave him the copy of the writing of the decree that was given at Shushan to destroy them, to shew it unto Esther and to declare it unto her and to charge her that she should go in unto the king to make supplication unto him and to make request before him for her people. And Hattach came and told Esther the words of Mordecai. Again, Esther spake unto Hattach and gave him commandment unto Mordecai. All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces do know that whosoever, whether men or women, shall come unto the king into the inner court who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death, except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scripture, that he may live. But I have not been called to him unto the king these thirty days. And they told to Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded, commanded to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Go, gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan, and fast ye for me, and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. And I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. Again, that is Esther 4, 7 through 17. And thank you for that reading, Adam. And that just kind of gives us another story where Esther was someone who was taken out of her home. She was forced to be um, in the king's palaces, getting ready for this beauty contest whereby the king would choose a new wife. And he chose Esther, and of course, being a queen, even though she was the queen, she could only come to the king at specific times, and she risked death to go into him at a time when she wasn't called. So this is serious business. But then Mordecai says, it could be that you were come into the kingdom for such a time as this. And it kind of helps me remember when I'm going through a rough time, uh, that God put me on this planet for such a time as this. That he has things for me to do and a time in history for me to live. And I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to continue to do that. And especially as we go through some of these rough months of the winter, uh, it can be hard to keep focus and uh, continue to be um, happy and chipper. But I know that if I continue to do what God has called me to do and I'm continuing to be faithful... He will do big things and they won't necessarily be the big things I want to be done, but they will be the ones that he wants to be done. So I just want to encourage us as we think about Abraham Lincoln and as you delve more into his life, you'll find that a lot of the things that he did seemed insignificant, but eventually he became the president of our country and he did some great things for us. He kept us together as a nation and he really strove to do what was right. He was not perfect. I know that, but 
neither are you and I. And so I think it's important to keep in mind um, that he was a man like we were. Esther was a woman like uh, some of you are in the listening audience. And if God can use her, then she can certainly he can certainly use you. So just keep that in mind. And Adam, do you have any closing thoughts? I think that I just take from this podcast uh, the example that Abraham Lincoln gave and you know how it sounds like maybe he wasn't the most um, you know scholarly man or, or the man who was expected to become president he was and how he feared God through that you know it seems like those people that really truly you know fear God have a relationship with him are kind of uh, called and put into place and just maybe asking yourself okay God I, I want to follow you where where is my place where do you want me in this time kind of like Abe Lincoln right now just something kind of think about there All right. Well, thank you very much for that, Adam. And uh, I did want to say before we say goodbye, something fairly significant happened in Adam's life the first of this year. Uh, Adam got a promotion of sorts and that he was promoted to the morning show of the station where I record these podcasts. So I'm I'm very uh, happy for Adam and I want to publicly acknowledge that and I guess if Adam's moving on up, he's taking the podcast up with him. So uh, we're very happy for you, Adam. And we Thank you. can't wait to see what God continues to do. And also just continue to pray for me. I'm excited um, to see what 2015 may bring. Can't say anything about it on the air because then I'll have to listen to it back. And if things don't happen, I'll be disappointed. But whatever does happen, God is in control. And I know that for a fact. And I'm resting in it. And I know that I can trust him as I work every day to do his will. I want to encourage you to do the same, to trust him, and to keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at speakingforhim. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 